Alright, wiggle me. Two questions. One, how many bees have you killed since the last time I talked to you? A zero. How many hornets? I am friend to the bee. I've always had, always have been. Wasps, they can die. So how many have you killed since the last time I talked to you, like, four days ago? Wasps? Yeah. I don't know, like seven or eight. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I guess the, the most wiggle thing I wanted to release was, you know what's really underrated in life? What? Long walks. I like a good long walk. I, I, just, took, I just took one to get a cup of corn and a fucking mango now then. Nice. And it's hot out here, but it's not, it's, you know, getting dark. So it's like you get that hot breeze, but it's still nice out, like not hot, hot. Man, I used to do that all the time in Venice, too. Go pick some blueberries, steal someone's persimmons out their front yard, you know what I'm saying? Dude, oh, you are you are quite the fruit thief. I am called a fruit sloot. A fruit sloot. Like a fruit sloot, but it sounds classier. Yeah. Uh, I steal tangerines. I've been stealing guavas since birth. But it's, but it's not the Hawaiian, not the tropical guavas, the ones that we have in uh, the Mediterranean climate. Some of the green ones that they make the ponche out of on New Year's. Hey, you should know your fruit. So you've been, you've been stealing fruit, 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 fruit since you were knee-high to an elephant's eye. Okay. Well, that being said. You ever steal a lemon for fun? What do you, got, we, what do you got on that corn? Hmm. What do you put on your corn? I don't know. I bought it from a place. It's had a, a a level of, a layer of mayonnaise too thick to get the spoon through, <laughs> and then a bunch of spices and lemon and butter. I don't know. Hmm. Parmesan cheese. Yeah. Parmesan cheese. Yeah, Parmesan cheese, lemon and butter. The the cup of corn is like the snack of choice. I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what? I could see that being better than just a corn on the cob. They don't roast it though. I like that roasted shit better. They don't roast it. You know, roast it was just like boiled corn. Mm. Steam, yeah, something like that, yeah. Steam corn. That's not so bad, though. I like yeah. steam corn. No, I do, too. I mean, you, you put enough accoutrement on there, and it's good. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I had this cream corn once at this fancy steakhouse. It was so creamy, and it was like the top was all crispy. And I was like, dude, this is insanely good. Like, ever since then, I was like, I really started to have more of an appreciation for corn. I always liked corn. But I, I, think, I never really like give it its due. I think it's pronounced maize. 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 Sorry, I watched uh, Grown Ups the other day. <laughs> maize. Maize. I did. I'd never seen. I've never gotten through the entire Grown Ups. Dude, I have such an appreciation for it now because I had such high expectations when it came out. I'm like, you have all these comedians. Mine is Kevin James. Uh, that are going to be on yeah, this right. movie, it's going to be pretty funny, right? And no one ever hits their stride in that movie, to, in my opinion. But but when you listen to the subliminal disses they give to each other, the whole movie, like when they're talking mm. shit to each other under their breath, those are fucking classic, dude. Have you ever... Doesn't it feel a little bit like Kevin James? <laughs> like, he just... Like, he's like a hanger-on, and now he's like, really good friends with Adam Sandler for some reason. Like, he didn't come up with those Saturday Night Live guys. He ain't no Tim Meadows. 
if you watch all of his scenes in that movie, they're all physical comedy. Like he's the the fucking. They needed the, a, a Farley replacement. Yeah, he's, yeah, exactly. He's he's the third stooge that no one wanted, or he's like, I don't know. Uh, they well, need a guy to replace Chris Farley. I mean, he pretty much replace Chris Farley, but yeah, well, like he. he Tell me if they, tell me if Chris Farley wasn't alive, he wasn't the Kevin James of grownups. Oh, it would have been a way better movie. Shouldn't he? he wouldn't have been. He would have had other people doing physical comedy. He would have had David Spade doing flips, <laughs> and probably Adam Sandler. Nah, oh, man. You ever seen Jack and Jill? No. And okay. Oh, are we going to go into this? Are we going to are we going to dive into this rabbit hole? Release your wiggles. Release your, your release your wiggles this time. About uh, Adam Sandler. I don't want an Adam Sandler wiggle right now. I want to talk about the fact that I got that dog that's got Parvo. Oh, shit, it's going to die? Nah, she'll live. Are you sure? I know I say that in a way where it doesn't even sound how much, <laughs> like I'm cool with it, but I am cool with it. Alive? Uh, way too much money. Kill it. Here I am. Yeah, uh, that's what my mom said. Dude, she's a demon lady. Kill it. Like, oh no, she didn't say that, but she was like, "Why don't you just give it back and then get a different one?" I'm like, damn, how, that's how, brutal. How much is it gonna cost to keep this thing alive? So far, it's, it costs us twenty three hundred dollars to have it at the at the uh, at the the vet. Do you have insurance? Do you have pet insurance? No. Who what has pet insurance, man? What do you do living in L.A. with no pet insurance? I wouldn't even have a pet, and I get pet insurance just in case a cat dies on my lawn, and I gotta pick it up. Yeah, dude. I, 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 I've realized this about myself. Like, a dog's going to live, so that's a score. I don't want any animals dying on my watch. I don't, okay. I've already had that happen. I had to explain that to my kids how animals die already. That shit ain't happening again. And my wife is pretty heated at the lady who sold us the dog because the dog is super young and she supposedly runs this legitimate business. Oh, wait, we have, the, you we have a dog for three days dog? and it's got dog parvo. Dog? Huh? Yeah, we bought the dog money with cash, with like how money. How much? I think it was like a few hundred dollars, like 400 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad. But so, so let me ask you this. What's twenty three? What's 2300 plus 400? A dog from a puppy mill. That's what it called, like a, a healthy too one. Much. It's called too much. That's what that is. Yeah. You get a freaking golden retriever or like just one of those have, ones who does like dope shit. Have you named the dog too much or not yet? Okay, there's a lot going on here. Uh, my son, who really wanted a new dog because our old dog died. Uh, this is a girl dog, and my son, being who he is, named the dog Hope. Oh. So anything that happens to this dog now is just basically a metaphor. God damn. Yeah, so, yeah, the dog Hope is dying. Oh, Hope just might die. No more Hope. Hope oh. is dead now. And then, or and like, all oh, hopes can hope is rekindled. Hope springs eternal. Like, he's like, is this the evil genius? No, this is my youngest son. He's, oh, so he's, yeah, no, it's, it's he's genuine. insanely optimistic. So I can't even talk shit, you know. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. all right, yeah, I, like, get, so I, get you. I get you. Yeah, and it's just fr frustrating as hell. But the such is life, I guess. And well, the dog's gonna it's, live. It's on the shirt, bro. The dog's still like the dog's still crapping all over my house, like crapping and puking. Like, it couldn't even hold down water when we took it to the vet. Which, by the way, a bit of a racket, but they were they were more equipped to handle this this particular situation than I was. Aren't all doctors a bit of a racket? Yeah, pretty much. They're, they're guessing. Uh, I think it's this. Take this, and then if not, come see me, pay again in two months. Yeah, and I've decided something. Dogs are stupid. 
Especially yeah. puppies. I don't think anything dumber, there's nothing dumber in the world than a puppy. A little boy. No, no. Yeah, they're dumber. Trust me. No, dumber in a way, well, like, relative to their environment, but a puppy is just plain old stupid. This dog, I, you know what I guess, here's how I feed this dog. It's finally started eating. I have to put the food on the floor right next to the bowl. Because the dog who likes the food can't eat it out of the bowl because she's a fucking moron. <laughs> like It's like, dude, she'll rather go for a piece of trash on the floor, play with it, start trying to eat it like it's food rather than actual food. All right, so I guess the topic of this show is going to be dogs. Uh, no, it's not. I don't want to spend all day talking about fucking dogs. It's Father's okay. Day, goddammit. This dog is stealing my thunder. Um, <laughs> either way. Uh, this is a special Father's Day issue, you know, Father's Day episode of, uh... Oh, that's right. Yeah, Father's Day episode of Cabin Fever. I'm tired of talking about how non-essential I am. I want to talk about an essential guy, my dad. I think you could could double-time this as the big piece of chicken episode, correct? You You can talk about how Chris Rock said that a long time ago, but it'll take 45 seconds. What are we going to do with the rest of the time? All right, so give me give me your best story about your dad. What is the one story about your father that that really stands out? Oh man, um, I think the best story about my father would not be anything. Uh, shit, man, I, I didn't even think about it till you asked for it now. Would it be anything that was like a demonstration of being what um, a stereotypical father is, like being strong or you know, backing you up or taking care of you, something like that. It was actually a time when my father showed his emotional side and then let me know as an adult man I can be emotional too. Uh, I just gave him a card. It was uh, Father's Day. And it was literally, it was, you know, a typical card. But for once, because, you know, I write in my Mother's Day cards all the time. My Father's Day cards typically, and I'm sure this is the same for a lot of people, is Happy Father's Day, love you signed you know, or maybe like hey you know whatever one sentence or whatever and i actually wrote out like you know maybe a paragraph it was like i love you you know like um if i had to choose another father in my next lifetime i'd choose you again um i hope you know like, forgive me for all the stupid shit i did blah, blah. and he looked up at me and he started crying he's bawling like a baby and from what i know He's only cried like that once, and I was like, when his dad died at the funeral. And then um, I did see it later again when his brother died, and we came out here to for the funeral of San Antonio. So I know that there's a uh, he's, he's not the type to do that, and to see that expressed towards me for something I said towards a man who's been very uh, staunch, stonewallish at times. Right. Yeah, uh, let me know that it doesn't have to be like that all the time, if that makes sense. As no, that, that makes perfect or, sense. Or as a man, as a yeah. father or a man. Time and place kind of a situation. There's yeah. always a time for sure. everything. What, what's what's uh, yours? Tell, um, me about, tell me about Big Raul. <laughs> Jesus, uh, how much time you got? Big Ruley. Uh I was always kind of afraid of my dad. Uh, the youngest of four, my dad, four boys. My dad was kind of a hard ass, you know, like everybody keeps saying he was the baddest guy in town, all this kind of stuff. 
which apparently it was. I have that backed up on floppy now. But uh, uh, I remember the time I got super drunk on uh, at my aunt's wedding. And with my grandmother actually drank me under the table. I can't smell Captain Morgan till this day, like without having a gag reflex. Wait, which grandmother? My my grandma Minnie, my dad's mom. Is that the one that lives off Bundy? No, the other one. Okay. The one that's in Washington. But Oh, the pasta the Either way. The pizza. She drank me out of the table. Yeah. Yeah, the one on the pizza part. And she you know, so I was acting a fool at this wedding, her his sister's wedding. So apparently he dragged me outside and I was acting a fool, just telling him all kinds of stuff. And he's a, and apparently from what I could gather, <laughs> he kind of gave me a bump right on the, you know, popped me in the, in the jaw. And he like, you know, thus ending the myth that if he was to punch me, he would kill me. Cause that's like what he would say. He's like, I can't punch you. I'll kill you. You would die. Like, you know, that was, I mean, I will say this from that small shot I took, my, my jaw hurt for an absolute week. Like, complete weak. Like, it was just sore, throbbing, and swollen. <laughs> like, it hurt. But I do remember the next morning, because I still lived in the guy's house, and I was expecting, you know, to get, like, real. You know, I was old enough to drink, you know. I was just, just couldn't handle it. Yeah. And, yeah, so I was 21 living in my parents' house. But either way, he comes into my room. You know, after that, in the next morning, and I wake up and I'm like, "Dude, what happened?" He's like, "Uh, maybe you shouldn't drink so much. You should probably watch out what you do." And I was like, "Ah, why does my jaw hurt?" And he was like, "Don't worry about that." <laughs> he goes, "He goes, don't worry about that. But look, uh, you got too drunk last night and you acted a fool. It happens to everybody. It's happened to me. You should just be careful on that." Because you never know who might be around. And you never know what might happen next because you can't take care of yourself. And, it, like, I think that was the first time, I, like, my dad ever spoke to me. Yeah. Like, I was a real person. Not like a little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not like a, like a, like a freaking baby. It was just more like, hey, listen, man, like. Best man to man. Yeah, and. I remember thinking, like, dude, he didn't even make me all along. You know, I'm like, you know, sitting there thinking, you know, thinking, like, damn, I actually, and I didn't even think, like, I got away with something. I just remember thinking, like, dude, maybe you should watch out. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and that, I remember that thinking that was the first time I really started to attempt to act more like a man than anything. Because I, I'm telling you, I didn't drink for, for, like, a month. You know, like, I, like even, like, on the weekends, go out with my friends. I'm like, I'm cool. You know, like I wasn't, I barely drink any liquor. To this day, all I really drink is beer. Like I really don't drink hard liquor. Like uh, it has to be a special occasion. You know, like, and I think it really all stems from that time where like, like I learned a really hard lesson from my dad and he treated me like, I mean, obviously not an equal, but like just like as a person. Yeah. And ever since then, I remember thinking like, uh, still this day, like I'm still really close to my dad, you know, like, and I was never close to my dad. I was like afraid of him, really, like, you know, used to whip my ass like, when I screw up. That was his thing. He was a disciplinarian. Yeah. You know, and, and, and after that, it like, it just became easier to talk to him because he treated me like, if not an equal, but just like somebody who, 
who is worth talking to like a person. There's a, there's a million songs, not a million. It's like, you know, a couple dozen songs about a mother, about a woman being a good mother. There's no song about a dad being, about a man being a good father. What about uh, Luther Vandross, Dance With My Father Again? That's gay, man. Yeah, it is pretty gay, but what I'm more saying... <laughs> I mean, he's gay as well, so... Uh, just, yeah, he's giving his father death. I mean, it, it, it's, it's just not the same. It's like he, he wants his father's love, so it's different. I'm talking, it's just like someone who's appreciating a man who is doing all these things to become a father, to be a good father, because there's so much stuff. And, you know, the Chris Rock joke, too, about, hey, daddy, couldn't read without these lights on, you know, way to pay them bills, daddy, like no one says right, that. Right. Beyond that, doesn't even matter. That's just part of being a man. Well, let, let me ask you a question. What was the best Father's Day gift you ever got? You're a father, you got two kids, or you got two kids? One, what are you doing? I don't know. My oh, your brother's got two kids. My yeah. bad. No, no, my, he has one, so my niece was always there. It seemed like we had two. Okay, so every picture I saw it looked like you had two kids. No, it was my daughter and my niece. Taking a fuck with your two kids. They're, you don't got two kids. kids. They're two years apart, like me and my brother. So I always took care of both of them. But he took care of both. Of them. Oh, that's, that's always cool. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, all right, what was the the best Father's Day gift you ever got? Uh, honestly, I think it was just a picture from my daughter when she was like five, and she made something in kindergarten that was like, "I love you, Dad," and it was just her picture, and she like scribbled and did the whole frame and everything and it was just me and her hugging in the picture that was probably my that's, best that's pretty good that's pretty good yeah i still have it yeah it's interesting those those uh those presents that are made by the kids like they make them they only the only person who gives a damn about them would be you like the person they actually give them to but I mean, like, I have one, I have they really mean something though like you're like oh wow that's thank you for this this is well do you have any that you like uh still use like you have any uh like refrigerator ornaments that you use that like your kid made or like a christmas ornament or you know what i'm saying like something oh yeah yeah a... definitely i have a sweet beer coaster that my dad my son made me nice art class it's like ceramic too oh shit and i was like sweet this is dope like uh you know what? It broke. I had this sweet paperweight, which is basically a painted rock. Uh, <laughs> I, but it was like really well done. And my kid did it when he was like five. Oh, nice. It, it looked like a ladybug and literally looked like what it was. Like most kids' art projects look like garbage. And yeah. this actually looked like what exactly. He's like, you like it? It's a ladybug. I'm like, dude, it absolutely is a ladybug. Thank you for this. You know, like I was more impressed with his skills with that. I was like, dude, well yeah. done. Yeah, but I, but I I lost the the rock. I think it 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 fell apart in the move. What is that noise? Is it the ice cream truck? That's the ice cream man. What part oh, of dude, we got part? okay. I live in Van Nuys. Oh, I live in Lake Babo, which is a fancy way of saying Van Nuys. <laughs> uh, and there are four ice cream trucks who make their way around my neighborhood every day. What what ice race are the drivers? They're all Mexican. I knew it. There, there is a Blue Bunny ice cream outlet right up the street, and we are the first block they hit. Blue Bunny. They have Blue Bonnet out here. Yeah, Blue Bonnet. This, no, this is Blue Bunny. Huh. I know Blue Bonnet. I'm aware of Blue Bonnet. but they. Do you Blue know, Bunny. are you are you aware of Bad Bunny? No. You don't know reggaeton? No, I don't know reggaeton. I don't reggaeton. I'm too old for that, dude. Look up Bad Bunny on your spare time, and you'll hit me for it. Um, well, you well, what a glowing endorsement! All right, well, good. You know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. I was in a really shitty mood when I started this, 
What you just did right there, I'm I'm feeling great. Thank you for Thank that. Thank you. Like, I'm, very, I'm very happy to be a part of that. Terrific. We had to outwiggle that. We had to. I was. I had a lot of wrinkles, and you just ironed them out. Be like, yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, I'm feeling. Really, I'm feeling way better right now. I'm gonna tell you a weird story. So, um, when I went to Seattle to go to the Comic Con that never happened, um, my boy Ty was out there, and this motherfucker. Anytime we were gonna go out to a bar, go out for the day or anything, he fucking broke the iron out and started ironing his clothes. Right? That's old school, right? And I hadn't seen it since I was, like, in my early 20s doing it myself. And I'm like, what are you doing? Let's go, man. Let's go. He's like, no, no, no. And he's fucking ironing his pants. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, no one cares, man. Throw some cologne on. Let's go. Like, what the fuck? And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, man. Fuck, you can go out all wrinkly and look okay. at shit if you want. <laughs> the, you can't have a wrinkly shirt. Like, the no. pants, like, they'll wrinkle out. They'll, they're, they're fine. You can iron jeans or something. I'm a heavier man these days. Everything falls over me. Are you draped? Yeah, like yeah, draped and creased. Exactly. exactly. Like everything's pleated. So, <laughs> so uh, he sends me a housewarming gift, which was like a bottle of whiskey or whatever to my house. I'm like, oh, nice, man. I appreciate it, bro. And the next day, there's a fucking big-ass box. And I'm like, what the fuck? Dude? Like, I don't, no one has – I actually thought maybe you had sent something. I was like, did I send, tell me my address? Like, what the fuck is this shit? And I open it up, and it's a fucking ironing board. Nice. <laughs> we oh, have, I, you know when the last time I ironed was? What? I ironed, like, I think I ironed, like, a year ago. For what? Uh, I was going somewhere, like, I was going to a wedding, and the shirt I was going to wear was crazy wrinkled. Oh. And I was like, ah, damn it. You want to know something better? All I really did was iron the front and the back of the shirt and then rolled up the sleeves. Uh, Nobody notices. Come on. Like, why are you even like iron, isn't the back going to get fucked up anyway? Why are you even iron the back? Well, you know what? Because I just didn't want to be naked on the back. I, 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 I was like, you know what? I'm already here. Gotcha. Just get the back. I, I, I've been ironing since I was like a little kid. I've been ironing since I was like five years old. Did you tuck it in? Oh, yeah, of course. Then do, you, do you iron the part that you tuck in? Yeah, just because it's there. I'm already moving. I mean, it takes 45 seconds, but if, if I was in a hurry, no. Redundancy. If I was in a hurry, no. Redundancy at its best. Yeah, it is a total redundant move, but you're just kind of doing it just because yeah. you're taking pride in what you're doing. At that like, what if that you know? piece falls out where you're at the club and it's super wrinkled? I remember when I was a kid, my mom used to make us iron our school shirts because they were like, we went to a Catholic school, so we had... And I was the youngest, and when I was about five years old, she'd make me iron my shirts. I did a crappy job, and she'd go over them later. But I remember I, I burned my stomach ironing, like, with the iron on accident. And I started crying, and and I swear to God, the next week, she made, and she did them for me. She was like, oh, you're okay. I'll do them for you today. So and we ironed them for the whole week. And the next week, the next week, I was like, I could burn myself again. Yeah, as I say, did you do it on purpose? Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. But I was like thinking about it so bad. But I just remember it hurt real bad. <laughs> and I was like, ah, let's do it. No, let's not. I could just iron the shirts. <laughs> like, <laughs> so glad this turned into such a great Father's Day episode. <laughs> um, do you know what I hate about Father's Day? Getting shitty gifts. <laughs> People expecting you to like them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad I didn't have to say it. Glad we're on the same page. 
Well, dude, look, I think that just all comes with being a father. It really does. Like fathers, like you said, you know, they, they're under, they're unappreciated. Okay. I don't, I, and look at, look at the world around you, man. I don't want to diminish what's going on right now, the movement in the country, but if black lives matter, father's lives matter. When do we right. get the father's lives matter movement? You know what? That's never going to happen because you know what? If fathers started giving a damn about being appreciated and started caring about like shit like that, they would never be married anymore because they'd all just get divorced. Yeah, we'd be, we'd be mothers then. Thank you. Well, either way, that, yeah. I was going to word that three different ways and I chose the right word. Yeah, I hope, uh, well, you're going li- to, you're, you're doing the editing. You'll listen to it later and figure that out. <laughs> you said the right thing. A lot of words, words verbiage. Yeah, well, either way, yeah. So the, that, I think that's just that's just the grind of being a father, man. Like, it's I think, a, I think attention whore would have been the worst choice of word. Wording. Yeah, probably. I mean, if you're a father wanting credit, aren't you an attention whore? No, the father is the absolute opposite of an attention whore. Well, if you want appreciation for being a father, aren't you an attention whore then, by society standards? Um, no, just because. I'm saying it to you. I'm saying, it's, it's and I'm not trying to like hit up my wife for it or or my my kids. I don't I don't care, man. It's not my. That's how they but feel if, about no, me. Saying, is if how you they did for society at large, and you're like, hey man, you know, you know how you know how hard I work. Like I'm a father, blah, blah, blah. Then you're people are gonna look at you like, shut the fuck up, man. Yeah, but well, that's that just comes. But with if being, a mother does that, it's like. Oh man, it's okay, man. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's okay. They just don't appreciate you. Well, that, that, I think that just, I think it's just chemical, or that's just the way it is. It's just life. Like it's just the nature of human beings, male and female. You know, like uh, and, and granted, there are women who probably most likely, obviously, do the same shit. They they kind of fulfill the role of father more than more than men do, and vice versa. So like that that's I think in every relationship there is that both of those dynamics. There's a yeah. there's a ebb and flow, there's a push and pull. And but all those where that goes get better presence than we do. Yeah, that is kind of what you're breaking it down to. Yeah. Yep. That's if you want to get to the bottom of uh, capitalist society, uh Yeah. And that's all I was really talking about, is just getting crummy gifts from for Father's yeah. Day. Like, I feel we do get appreciated, it's just not uh, publicly ever in music yeah. or through uh, a capitalist. Yeah, I mean, so, you know what's you know what's appreciating? Appreciate is when a good feel, no no it. yeah no, that's how I feel appreciated. Like that's and that's enough for me. No, it is. Uh, it definitely is. It would also be nice to have that fishing pole that I went ahead <laughs> and and put on my Amazon wish list instead of you know. The, the tie that you got me that had that I will never ever wear, but I mean you know that's cool. I'm not, I'm not I'm not pissed about that. Well then that's when that's when your kids say, well dad, you told us if we really want something we have to work for it, so why don't you just go work for it? Nah, now yeah, you're just being <laughs> just getting in my face. I'm just saying. Have you not told your kids that? <laughs> no, no. I mean look, there's nothing look there's nothing emptier than being a father a lot of the time. So I, sometimes it feels that way. Like, you know, there's your, you know, like Christmas. Remember Christmas? I used to love Christmas. Best ever. Yeah, yeah, Christmas sucks. 
And why? Because I get garbage for Christmas, like garbage. Do you remember not being able to sleep the night before? Yeah, and, and look, here's here's a prime example. I buy presents, right? But you're expecting reciprocation here? No, I buy presents for my children, okay. and they go, look what Santa got me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Does your wife get credit for the other presents? Um, nah, we both put our we'd say mom and dad. So, okay. yeah. but, but what if, what if you couldn't afford, you could only afford one present? Santa. You're gonna get and no you money. put it down for Santa and you're just like, Santa's so great. It's like, yeah, Santa's the bomb. He's the best. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. You know, he's, and you're just like, dude, all year. he's nothing all year for you. And you yeah, got yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, did you guys get me anything? No, you didn't get us anything. <laughs> Santa's the guy that's banging your ex-wife and just gets, gets the kid a really good present. And all you hear about is Santa for the rest of the <laughs> You know what I really love, Dad? Santa. Yeah, yeah but, but I think it's for Fathers do go fairly unappreciated. I mean, just sometimes you just got to be there. Right? That's really all you have to do. Yeah, yeah. Show up, answer a few questions. You know, like you see something out of line, you, you handle it. Don't forget, you got a barbecue sometimes. Yeah, you do got a barbecue. I like that. I like that's kind of reason why I like cooking for my my family because like I, love I want the, I want my sons to look at it and go like, dude, I can do that. Like I, my dad used to do it all the time, and and the, when they get older, I want them to say that. Like my dad used to cook all the time, and yeah. and I I feel like I can do the same thing. You know, yeah. like uh, I think seeing uh, an older guy do it, like you know, somebody older than your father. Actually, doing something that's productive and serves a purpose is pretty important. I mean, uh, both our parents are, both our dads are from Texas. Uh, and, you know, like my mom would cook a lot, but when my dad would barbecue, it's uh, a little different. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a big I, I deal. You're like, yeah. oh, definitely, definitely. My dad would barbecue. I'd be like, oh, dad's barbecuing. Like, you yeah, know, you're I'm like, I'm that. not going to be hungry at the end of the day. Yeah. This is going you know, to be great. Like, exactly. I don't, I don't have to go, hey, what are we eating? And then kind of negotiate with my mom as to what it is we're eating. And then maybe kind of pack away some, some crackers or something for later because I didn't really like what you made. I was <laughs> like, no, I was like, nah, wow, barbecue chicken. That's happening right now. You yeah. know, it's your, your, it's a school. It is, it's a, it's a good happy place. So, I mean, you creating it or myself creating it for your family is, uh, a special thing, whether you're barbecuing or not, whether you're just cooking in your kitchen or barbecuing, it's kind of the same uh, effect. Yeah. It's, it's anti whatever the stereotype is in our society. Of yeah, it's a counterculture thing, but it's and, yeah, but it's also it's also like a just a good life lesson towards people. Like yeah. you know, you read your storybooks and mom's cooking and dad's working or whatever in your books that you're reading, but then you see your real life and it's like dad's cooking and mom's cooking. It makes you question whatever society is going to put in front of you through a book very early on in life right are you are you anti-book now is that what you're doing um, i'm anti-book in a way because society is teaching us our morals through them. are you saying books are evil is that what you're going with Text, textbooks textbooks okay all right, all right textbooks sorry i was like please don't come out as anti-book <laughs> no, yeah, I, I read comic books all day man uh, even though it's on the on the screen right? Like you and your yeah, books. You. It's like you can't learn things from books. <laughs> Put that away. Put this book out of my fish. <laughs> Go on. Read some books. 
Because uh, that line is amazing in Nacho Libre. Oh, man. It's, That's where the race the wiggles comes from, bro. Oh, man. Don't All worry. right, well, this, I mean, well, uh, you know what? Oh, this this has been a very interesting episode. I feel like we've accomplished nothing yet have done everything. Uh, I mean, happy Father's Day. Yeah, happy Father's Day to everybody out there. That's that's a score. We 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 achieved it. Telling everybody have a happy Father's Day. Who is a father? And if you're not a father, tell your father happy Father's Day. Don't be a dick. But if you're a test tube baby, go find that scientist. Test tube, test tube baby. <laughs> this has been cabin fever. We'll catch you guys next week. Maybe we'll have something a little stronger to say. But either way, happy Father's Day. I'm having a great time. <laughs> Love you, dudes.